0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, and welcome to the What We Said podcast, the first episode of 2020. Okay, first things first, do you think this is the beginning of the decade, or do you think this is the last year of the decade? Because I saw a huge argument on TikTok about it.
1: TikTok. I think of it as the start of a new decade.
0: Okay. I do too, but people were saying, no, because like at the end of this year will be the end of the decade. And I was like, no, no because if you go 2000, that's one year. 2001, 2002, 2003, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, yeah. wait, I'm going 2011. Uh, whatever. Sorry, whatever.
1: There's 10 years. I think so. And Like I, it's the end of 10 years. I've
0: had it in my mind that it's a new decade. And but, I'm not changing. And I'm it. not changing. Definitely not. So, J.C., I want you to tell everybody what I got you for Christmas because I gave it to her today. Um, oh, my gosh.
1: It was such a good gift. Chelsea gave me a personalized
0: hoodie. I'm like, tell everyone how good of a <laughs> gift giver I am.
1: It's a gray hoodie. On the front has a really cute picture of us that we did at our merch photo shoot. It's me and Chelsea with microphones on a bed with, like, a neon sign behind us. Matching. Super cute. We're like, literally jumping on the bed. Jumping. And it says, Expectation. And then the back is a, an actual candid photo that Leif snapped of us. That's one of the worst <laughs> photos of me ever taken. Um, and of both of us. Of both of us. And it's in black and white, so you can't really tell how bad we look. But yeah. it was an actual photo of us podcasting um, behind the scenes. I was sitting on my bed. I look like I have been bedridden
0: for months. <laughs> and Jesse's it's— literally tucked in bed. Both of us so tired. I'm literally hunched over, and both of us don't look happy. <laughs> And I was like, well, here's the thing. I got her something for Christmas. And then me and Leif actually bought her the same thing. That's how well I know her. And then I was like, oh, shoot. So I had to return it and come up with something else. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this personal this year.
1: It was so good. I literally cannot wait to wear it because it looks so comfy. And it's just so funny. Oh, by the way, did I say the back back said reality? I don't know if I said that. Expectation versus reality, which couldn't be more accurate. (laughs) We're never cute. You should see where we are right now. Honestly, you should see… I'm like, not going to tell them. It's just, we don't look cute and our surroundings are shocking. Basically, today's been a crazy day because we were going to record at my house. And then my mom's like, oh, um, your brother's going to be pulling up tile with a jackhammer today. And I was like, okay, that's not going to work for the podcast. Now we're at a random office studio. Long story. Anywho, it's 2020 now, you guys. And I feel like I have a lot of thoughts, Chelsea Oh, yeah. And I, we got a
0: lot of thoughts. We had a whole podcast episode on the phone last night.
1: Yeah. We were talking about 2020. We honestly haven't been talking that much because we've been so busy. I know. We I was doing Vlogmas, which was a crazy time. We had the holidays with our family, which was so fun. But we just haven't been, like, working really the past week or, like, talking about well, podcast Well, the reason stuff.
0: we haven't—we haven't been feeling like we've been talking to each other because— we literally talk on the phone every day, you guys. Yeah. Legit every single day. Like, if it goes a day without us talking on the phone, I'm like, it's weird. weird fight. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, are we even friends? You know what? Someone asked me on my Instagram. They're like, are you and JC really friends? I'm so sorry. I'm like, do you think we could fake it? Do you think we're that good of actresses? For that long? Yeah. I'm like, excuse me. That would be really the spoof of the century. <laughs> yeah. We
1: were just never friends. Yeah. But anyway, I have a lot of thoughts about 2020, about this new year. We already did. Our last um, week's episode on New Year's Eve was a kind of a little recap of what we learned in 2019, and I'm really grateful for this past year, and I'm, I'm very excited for 2020. But I was telling Chelsea, like, most years, I'm going into a new year with all these new goals, like, ready to just kill it, and I have all these new things that I'm, you know, going to work on and whatever, and last year, I feel like... I got to the stage where I was the most burned out I've ever been in my whole life. And I'm like still kind of recovering from that. And I don't feel like I'm ready to be like, all right, 2020, like let's grind again. I'm like, whoa, dude, like I I need a second. And I feel like maybe, maybe I'm alone on this, but Chelsea kind of feels similar. And I think that a lot of people can probably relate to the feeling of it's a new year, but you don't necessarily know all of your goals and intentions and you're not super, you know, motivated and ready for a new year. And I don't know. I just kind of wanted to say that that's perfectly okay. And you can make a change whenever you want in your life. It doesn't have to be on January 1st. And I've been feeling kind of anxious because I was like, well, crap. Like, first of all, it's a new year. Second of all, it's 2020, which I just feel like sounds like an epic year. And I feel like I should have all of my goals and intentions already ready. And on January 1st, I should have been, you know, starting everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I still feel like I need some time to think about those things. And like, I don't know. This year, I think, is a year of intention. And Chelsea and I have been talking about this a lot lately. And like, both of us, we don't really have all these goals to do like more, more, more. We just want to be more intentional and like, do everything that we're doing better, I think.
0: You can Mm -hmm. kind of speak
1: on what your thoughts are. Well, yeah,
0: because as JC was telling me these things last night, I'm like, okay, we're on the same wavelength. I feel like even our year has kind of been on—we've definitely gone through different challenges, but it's been a similar—where we kind of always can relate to each other on like, oh, yeah, I get that feeling um, to a certain extent. Usually, I'm a big New Year's Eve person, and I'm like—or not New Year's Eve. I'm like, I'm a big party girl. (laughs) I'm a big, like, New Year's person. I'm a big Monday person. I love lists. I love— like a clean slate, I just, it just is exhilarating to me. And usually at the end of the year, I'm like, oh, this year was so hard. Like this year I'm going to kill it. And I have all these crazy expectations for myself and I want to change so much. And I'm, I've slowly learned, I kind of talked about this last episode, but I'm pretty content this year. Like my life is definitely not picture perfect by any means. I'm not exactly who I want to be. And like, I have all these amazing things like from the outside looking in, but I'm like, this is the first year I feel content and it's not because of where i am it's because of like my mindset i've i'm like i'm happy i've got things that i'm working on i'm like i'm a, i'm progressing like i ca- i have to stop being so focused on the result of new year's resolutions and just being like hey i'm just trying to be more thoughtful this year like i was saying I, a lot of this year i've felt or this past year i've felt like i've just been bulldozing through things like trying to get things done because i've been so focused on the result That I'll do things that are so thoughtless. The sad thing is I didn't even think about doing that. Or, like, I wasn't even thinking about other people. I wasn't thinking about this person. For example, we were um, at a farmer—I was out of Farmer's Market with my friend Alyssa. And I had a plastic cup. Sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. I did drink out of a plastic cup. uh, And—because we, like, bought a drink there or something. So I was supporting local businesses. (laughs) But— We were walking by and there was a, re- a recycling and a trash right next to each other. And I threw it in the trash. And she was like, Chelsea, are you kidding me? And I was like, I didn't purposely like, hey, hey, I'm going to put this in the trash. I literally didn't even think. And I was like, okay, I need to stop. I need to slow down. I'm just trying to get things done so fast. Even my husband's like, you come through doors like you're trying to break into something. Like I'm just like, running. in. He's like, you need to slow down. I'm like, this year, I'm trying to slow down and be more thoughtful and be more intentionable or intentionable, (laughs) goodbye, and be more intentional with my actions and with my life. I think we
1: definitely are all on the same page and wavelength, which is funny because we are very different people and like we have different personalities and we're motivated by different things. But I think the older I get, I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone. I'm not trying, like, I'm just not interested in doing things just to do them for any sort of validation. Like I really just want to be happy and I want to do the things that I love and like I want to be intentional about those things. It's it's funny because I'm such, like you said, like I'm such a goal person. I love setting goals and I love achieving them and I'm like I would consider myself really driven and motivated. And so it's funny, like, I would never expect myself to feel this way on a new year. Like, I would expect that this episode would be like, this is how to crush your goals this year. I still have that side of me, 100%. And I do believe so much in, like, you know,
0: going after going what after you what yeah. you
1: believe in and what you want to do. And, like, I will always be such an advocate for that. And I, I still am that person, totally. But just literally, I'm talking, like, in this moment, like, this p- these past few weeks, I'm just like, I'm not ready to talk about like crushing your goals because that's just not the mindset I'm in. And I'm really just kind of slowing down right now. And it felt almost, I felt guilty for that because it was a new year. And I'm like, whatever, I'm not going to fake it and be like, you know, trying to have this motivating podcast. But I do hope that this podcast does motivate you guys because we're talking about the importance of morning routines and kind of things that you can do to really help get your day off to a great start And the reason we wanted to talk about this is because we feel like a morning routine is something that is simple even though it can be hard to implement a routine into your life. It's something simple that we can all strive for and like anyone no matter what stage of life they're in like we can all I think try and make our mornings a little bit better and a little bit more calm.
0: And I also think it's the first—well, I don't think—it's the first decision you make. Like, waking up and whatever you do first, that's the first decision you make of the whole day. So if it's good, it's going to boost your confidence for the rest of the day. So it literally is, like, the first thing you can do.
1: Quick little break to talk to you guys about our favorite deodorant that Chelsea and I both wear every single day. If you guys are looking to, you know, be healthier and be consuming and buying more natural products in 2020, then this is a great— um, great tip for you guys to use native deodorant. So this is by far my favorite deodorant because it actually works. It doesn't have any nasty, gross ingredients that are scary and literally harm your body. And they, it has a normal consistency. That's the best way I can describe it. I've used certain natural deodorants that have been like oily or kind of wet and they just don't feel like deodorant that I'm used to. And so I've kind of been turned off by them. But Native deodorant is my all-time favorite. I wear it every single day and it smells freaking delicious. I have the coconut and vanilla. I actually have a bunch of different scents of theirs, but my favorite go-to one that I wear basically every day is the coconut and vanilla and Leif also loves it and he always compliments me when I wear
0: it. It does smell very good. I also got the little mini ones. They have the cutest little baby ones and they fit in your purse. I've got one for myself to put in my own stocking. So it was Merry Christmas to me in the coconut and vanilla because I hadn't tried that one yet. And it's so good. And then it's I started. also got the cucumber and mint, which I have in the regular size so that I can, you know, smell consistent throughout the whole day. But I also put it in my husband's stocking and he loved it as well because it's
1: the perfect go-to. Yeah. They also have like lavender and rose and eucalyptus
0: and mint. They have a lot of really good scents. So you guys should definitely go check them out. Native is aluminum-free and not made with any parabens or talc. It is also vegan, which we love here, and never tested on animals. They also have a very big variety of options for men, women, teens, and also have an unscented option and a baking soda-free formula. So if you have sensitivities, I would definitely check those out as well.
1: They have free shipping and 30-day free returns. So there's literally no risk to try it out if you guys want to. And they also have over 9,000 five-star reviews from happy customers. So that's how you know Dang. it is the real deal. So if you guys want to give Native a try, you can get 20% off your first purchase. Just visit nativedeodorant.com and use the code said 20 during checkout. Again, that is 20% off your first purchase. First purchase just visit nativedeodorant.com and use code said 20 I wanted to start with the importance of it and kind of going a little deeper into that. It truly is the foundation of your day, and whether you believe that or not, it's just the case because if you establish good habits and good patterns in the morning, first thing you do, it will open up space for more good practices for the rest of your day, which then leads into the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. it all it's not to say your life is going to be perfect, but it will be better and more, I guess, more intentional and more positive if you can start your day off right.
0: And you feel a little bit more in control. And as I was thinking about this past year, I was thinking the first six months, I was so good about my morning routine because that was one of my biggest goals last year. And I was like really proud of myself for the first couple months. I stuck to it. I had it down. And when I think about the first six months versus the last six months, it's such a huge difference. And I truly believe it was my morning routine because my morning routine at the first half of the year was intentional and was calm and my I didn't have one the rest of the year and it was just chaotic and I felt like that severely affected my mental health my brain like my days it just kind of ran they ran all together and it was just I truly believe that it is something that will tremendously help you help your mental health it will help your job it will help you achieve way more
1: your physical health as well. Yeah, exactly. I read the book, The Morning Mind. I really, really like this book. It's so informative and so useful. And it goes into so many different areas of life that they do have to do with mornings, but it goes really deep. And I really, really enjoyed this book. So if you guys are interested, you should definitely check it out. Self-discipline is something that he talks about a lot. And basically, a lack of self-discipline is the reason that most people can't seem to stick to a routine. When you think about laying in your bed, it's so much easier to just stay in your comfy, cozy bed in the morning. It's Not the easy choice to like get up and go work out or go make yourself a juice or whatever your morning routine consists of. And that's something we're going to get into as well is that they can be so different for every person and they should be. But one thing that you can do to help with this concept is you just recognize the opposition. So I don't want you guys to listen to this episode and think that in the morning, like tomorrow morning, because you have the motivation right now, it's gonna be so easy for you to start your morning routine. Because the truth of it is, it's probably not gonna be. No. And you have to practice self discipline every day. And I think it's important to acknowledge that it's going to be hard. Sometimes I feel like I almost push that idea away, where in the morning, when I don't wanna get up, I'm just like, oh, I wish I wanted to get up. Like, why? And it's yeah. like, you just have to accept. Like, for me specifically, I'm just really not a morning person. When my alarm goes off, I'm like I don't want to get up really ever. Like it's very rare that I'm like, "Whoa, I can't wait to start the day." But so it's just recognizing that like okay, every morning it's going to be a struggle and I'm going to lay here and there's one side of my brain that's going to be like, "Just stay in your bed, like cancel whatever you had, like mm-hmm. you can just sleep." And that sounds way more appealing most of the
0: time than to get up and do whatever you know i have planned he talks about the brain in the morning mind obviously it's called the morning mind but this also is if you listen to our episode on productivity he also talked a lot about the brain too and like the different parts of it and it's a practice like you actually have to train yourself it's a muscle your brain is a muscle so It's going to take practice, but it will become a habit that's a lot easier to do because it's like breathing. You know what I mean? It's like once you get used to it, you don't have to battle it as much.
1: When you say that, it kind of reminds me of this part, which I'll go into, I guess, is it is possible to create new habits. And I think that's something that for me, I'm like, I'll just never be a morning person, but whatever. It's fine. It's always going to be a struggle. But the thing is, is that we learn old habits the same way we learn anything, which is through repetition. And it's the same for creating new habits. So through repetition, it is possible to actually create new habits and stick to them. And that's something I just wanted to mention because I feel like I've been in that position where I'm like, oh, I would never be patient enough to meditate for that, you know, in the mornings. Because I tell myself that so much, it kind of becomes true. And I am not willing to create the new habit when Like, I probably do have the power to change that. And Leif and I were chatting last night about this, and he was saying, I think the reason it's so hard to, you know, create new habits is because you don't see immediate results Mm -hmm. for most of the time. So a big part of morning routine that should be, I don't want to should on people, but I feel like should be a part of everyone's routine is not checking their phone in the morning just because it has been proven to have such negative, like, yeah, um, almost said negative benefits by um, <laughs> negative effects on your like physical health and your mental health.
0: Yeah. Hello and social media, goodbye emotional health.
1: <laughs> that was just written. I come into my dad's office. That's written on his like whiteboard. Hello, social media, goodbye mental health. Or goodbye emotional that's health. It's literally what
0: you're saying to yourself when you pick up your phone, right? When you wake up.
1: It seriously is. And um, we've talked about that on the podcast before, but the thing is, I'm not trying to be preachy about that because I'm so bad at it. Insane. And, and, same. and It's when I'm—when you're going to bed and when you're waking up, like, you really shouldn't be just on your phone because it's just not good for you. And Leif was saying it's, like, it's hard because you're not—you don't see immediate results. Like, it's just easier to just get on your phone. Yeah. If you don't get on your phone for a few days, it's, like, you're not going to see immediate—well, actually, for that one, you might see more immediate results. but even for anything, like eating healthier or anything that's hard to Takes create time. a new habit. You don't eat healthy for two days and you're like, oh, now I've, you know, whatever. Now I look yeah. the way I want. It's like, that just doesn't, this isn't how it works. Well,
0: anything sustainable too. It's like, you have to wait for results because it's going to be so over a long period of time. And, but that's the best way to do it. If you do something that you can see quick results, it's, it's not gonna probably last. not going to last. Like, that's why fad diets don't work and you lose 30 pounds in 30 days. And it's like, oh, guess what? You gained it back because a lot of people do that on the 1st of January. They're like, you know what? I'm going to go on this crazy diet that they know they can't stick to for forever. Then they see results super fast. So they stick to it for that little bit. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it doesn't last them a lifetime. And they're on to the next diet that does the same thing. And that's why you yo-yo.
1: Well, and going off of that, like when you talk about sustainability and you know, you want habits that you can that can last the best way I think to do that is to work on one habit at a time Mm -hmm. and so when you listen to this episode we're going to give you guys lots of ideas of things you can implement into your morning routine but by no means should you write down a list of 15 things and be like I'm going to be doing this every morning now because it's really hard to flip a switch like that overnight and I think it's really good to just focus on like one habit at a time so if you can even just focus on that one aspect of your morning, which is not touching your phone for the first 30 minutes. If you can focus on
0: that, it's like, that's hard enough. Trust me. I mean, for me, at least it is. I was doing some, I didn't read the book last night. JC literally read it in like two hours. (laughs) I was like, you are a quick reader. So I was uh, like reading a couple other studies about morning routines and like why it's so good for you, blah, 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 blah. But one of them was saying um, the best way to do that, this is like a side note, If you have a habit that you're trying to break, like, you don't want to focus completely on, like, what do I not want to do? Like, you want to add in better things. But a good way to do that is also the crowding out. So if you have a problem, like me, and you wake up and you get right on your phone, and it's like, you're not even intentionally doing it. You're just, it's habit to replace it with something else. So if you're focusing on, like, okay, I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to, you know, whatever you choose to do. I'm going to go right to my bathroom and do my, you know, skin routine. Yeah. Then you're not going to get on your phone because you're focused on getting up and going and doing your skin routine. And, and I would say from personal experience, that's how I was when I would wake up and I was focusing on my morning routine. I never had it a goal to not look at my phone. I just had a goal to do other things. And then I wouldn't look at my phone. So if it's something that because I know a lot of people have like a rebellious mindset where they're like, if I tell myself I won't, I'm just going like, to give up on it or whatever. Yeah, that's that's very good advice. So a good, a good starting point would to be focusing on adding more. And it's the same thing as crowding out with every other area of life, with eating healthy, anything. It's like add in more good things and the bad things won't have room anymore.
1: Right. Instead of focusing so hard on, I can't eat that, I can't do this. Yeah. Then you want to more almost. Definitely. I like that. All right. It's a new year, and lots of you guys are wanting to try new things or better yourself in some way. If you're listening to this episode especially, I think you fall into that category. You're trying to better yourself— So sometimes it's hard to start new things or get creative. We're all busy. But you guys are in luck because we have a little tip for you, and that is to check out Skillshare. So Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. They have something for
0: everybody, you guys. Tons of options. They really do. So whether you're looking to return to a long-time passion project to get outside your comfort zone or simply explore something new, Skillshare has the class for you. So you can take classes on how to start an Etsy shop, if that's something you're getting into, how to uncover your passions if you're kind of trying to figure out, you know, what your gifts are. Um, They have baking tutorials. They literally have it all, you guys. It's not just for creatives either. It's for Anybody who wants to, you know, better themselves. Better themselves. Um, My next class that I want to take is all about personal creative writing because that's something that I want to do just kind of for myself in the next year to get my, you know, creative juices flowing. It's so important to always be improving your skills, whatever they may be. And we love Skillshare because we truly believe that um, you should be a lifelong learner and a lifelong student. And it's it's an important skill to have to better yourself. Definitely. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today
1: with a special offer just for you guys. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering What We Said listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash What We Said. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash What We Said to start your two months now. That is Skillshare.com slash What We Said. Go check it out. So one thing you can do also is like weigh the pros and cons. And you can physically do this, like literally make a chart of pros and cons. Because oh, most I love doing that. Most of the time when we have a goal, like you want to make a change in your life, there's going to be some sort of sacrifice. But the pros usually outweigh the cons. Like when you're trying to make a positive change in your life. Mm-hmm. And it really helps keep things in perspective. And in the book, there was this one example he gave that was like, I want to save up $1,000 to go on this trip, this vacation. And the pros are I will get to experience a new culture and see new things and appreciate the beauty in different places and be with my friends and my family, whatever the trip was. And the cons were I can't buy like some clothes that I don't really need for the next three months. Yeah. And it's like when you look at it that way, it gives you so much perspective and Mm -hmm. it helps you feel more motivated because you're like, yeah, I don't really need those clothes. And then in those times when you're like, I really want that shirt, you can go back to that chart and be like, or do I want to go on this amazing trip that I'm going to, you know, experience all these awesome things on? I want that more. So I'm willing to give it up. And that's just an example And that there's so many things that like
0: that. Well, and another part of the studies that I was reading, it was saying like, you want to do things that are deep work in the morning. So things that are important and not urgent, which I liked how they worded it because I feel like a lot of us do kind of get up and just do the first thing that we have to get done. And then all of a sudden our day is just chaotic. So it's like waking up and doing important things that are going to be longer lasting, you know, maybe not like saving up for a trip, like in that instance, but, you know, things like meditation, like that you do for years that like seriously help you and have great benefits, proven benefits. I mean, I'm not saying you have to do meditation, but something like that that's important not urgent like you don't have to get that done super fast but if you do all your important deep work first then the urgent stuff can come later and and um but you'll have a way better routine
1: yeah and i think there was even a pro and con table for that meditation and it's like you know, you think about the pros, like I'm going to- I'll be bored. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm going to increase my focus, my concentration. I'm going to have calm, whatever. And then the con is like, I can't get on my phone for 10 minutes. Yeah. like, come on. Oh, literally. You know, like it's just not that, it's not that big of a deal. Another thing I wanted to mention is that not everyone is built the same. I've mentioned this in a past podcast, but I'm forgetting who said it or where I read it. But he was saying that like, I think it was in the productivity episode. um, In that book, he was saying like, Not everyone was meant to like wake up at 5 a.m. and go work out. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And that's something that I really liked because I'm like, I feel like when you hear like, oh, create a good morning routine, it's like, in my mind, it's always kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, wake up, do a meditation, drink lemon water, then go do an hour workout, come home. Like, I feel like there's just these steps. But your morning routine can be whatever you want it to be. And it can be whatever brings you like peace and calmness and like whatever grounds you. And everybody's so different. So don't feel like you have to wake up at 5 a.m. and go work out. Like, that's not what it has to be. I don't know. I just wanted to, like, make that clear because your morning routine is for you. So it's whatever helps you.
0: You're an individual and you have a different life. You have different preferences. You have a different actual physical body than other people. Your brain is different. Something else is like going off of the intentional thing that we we're talking about. When I'm doing my health coaching with my clients, like, and I give advice, I'm like, oh, I need to listen to that advice as well, because I always tell them with goals, like going back to what we we're talking about in the beginning, I'm always like, okay, remember like expectations? Um are different than goals and intentions. Like you want to have an intention of what you want to achieve and, and not just these specific goals that you're so focused on the results, like take the emotional attachment out of them. And I'm like, oh, I do that on New Year's. I'm like, I have these expectations, like so much emotion into it. But then we go into like, okay, what is your intentions? And I think that's a good place to start with your morning routine. I was reading this article and it was saying like, you should start with your intention first. What do you want more of in your day? So say you want more productivity. Say you want better health. Maybe you want more happiness. And if you figure out what that is, then you can kind of pick activities that go along with that. So don't just say, oh, I saw this Instagram model and she um, does 30 minutes of yoga every single morning. I need to do that. It's like if you're not looking for that, then you don't need to add that. Like you're you're your own person.
1: Totally. Something that was really interesting. This doesn't necessarily, I mean, it does have to do with the mornings, but this is just an interesting thing that I was reading and I'm kind of like, Don't quote me on this, Kay, because this is just like based off of a study that was in the book, but there are these prime times to wake up to exercise and stuff. And I was very surprised by the times that it showed. So it said, don't quote me exactly on this as fact because I'm actually like not 100% sure because I'm not reading it from the book right now, but they said like the prime time to wake up in your 20s is actually like 9 or 9.30 a.m. Yeah,
0: I saw that actually. It says
1: 9.30 a.m. And go to bed at, like, midnight or something. It said
0: 1.30 a.m. Did it? Mm-hmm.
1: And then—and for teenagers, it was, like, go to bed at midnight and wake up at 10 a.m. Like, that's actually what is, like, probably the healthiest option Crime. for your body, like, based off of
0: circadian rhythms and stuff. Yeah, I saw that yesterday, actually, and I was, like, shaking in my boots.
1: Yeah, well, and he was saying it's very interesting because, like— that's not the way that our society works at all. It's like school is at 7, 8 or 7.30 a.m. for yeah. most people or earlier. Um, like work is at 8 or 9 or sometimes earlier. And it's like, I mean, work is very, school and work are all at different times. But yeah. basically he's saying like for the classic like person, that doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. you can't sleep until 10 a.m. for most people. And um, there was this study actually in the UK and that they did where they, changed the time of school to start at 9 a.m. Oh instead of like whatever it was seven. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And the students' grades went up by 19% when they after they changed your time. And I'm like, I totally believe that. Yeah. Like he was saying we're living in a society that's very sleep deprived actually. Mm -hmm. And it's like imagine Okay, a teenager that goes to school has to get up at six a.m. goes to, goes to school all day, then has like practice after school. Two hours, co- yeah, two hours. Comes home and does their homework, or Those maybe two has, hours of homework, yeah, or maybe has a job or something, and then goes to bed at midnight. And then yeah. they do it all again the next day. It's like no wonder they're moody.
0: Yeah, like, no freaking their, wonder. And then no wonder on the weekends they sleep until noon. Mm-hmm. They're so freaking tired. Yeah, they have so much sleep deprivation. It's insane. Yeah. I think I've talked about him on the podcast before, but Matthew Walker is like the sleep specialist. Have you? I feel like we've talked about him before, but. Um, you have him on the podcast. Yeah, we really do. Guys, DM him and tell him to be on. Manifesting. He, he is like the sleep guy and he talks all about sleep and how basically, you know, some people are like, oh, I can, I can live with under six hours of sleep. And he's like, that is the biggest lie anybody has ever said. If you get less than six hours of sleep, you are drastically cutting your lifespan like by years and years and years like 10 years if you don't get enough sleep you're gonna you're more prone to diseases you're more prone to mental health issues you're more prone to like not being productive which leads you to not getting work done which leads you to not making money which leads you to just so right. many bad things come from not getting enough sleep and it's true like when you think about it Everyone forces you to get up early, and it's like, what do they expect from you?
1: I know. Sleep is so, so important. I want to do a full episode. I of know. We sleep. need to.
0: We really need we to. We absolutely should. We need Maddie on.
1: Yeah. Maddie. Maddie boy, <laughs> please. Um, But yeah, sleep is incredibly important. And I'm not saying, like, my dad was like, don't tell your brothers that. Because then they're going to use that as, like, every morning they get up for school. Like, this is so stupid. We should, yeah. School should be at 10 a.m. I'm like, well, it should. It should be, on. And so should every work. Like, I just— I can't. Yeah. People are too—I guess the the maybe the solution is to go to bed earlier, but they're saying based off of the research, it's like those are the prime times. So mm-hmm. anyway, take that for what it's worth. It's really interesting. We're rolling along here. The next thing I wanted to touch on is how important hydration is to for your literal brain to function properly, okay? I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you need to drink water. It's good for you. It's like good for your skin. But I didn't realize it was like actually— and well, obviously, I didn't know it's a necessity, but it's very important for your brain and your brain health. So, dehydration causes brain shrinkage. And a larger, more hydrated brain means more oxygen, means better concentration, better sleep, improved mood, and a ton of more like a lot more benefits. So, right when you wake up, you've been like laying down, you haven't been hydrating yourself for however many hours, hopefully eight or nine hours. And when you wake up, it's it benefits you a lot to drink water right then because you're hi- hydrating your brain, which hasn't been hydrated in a while. And it's much needed. So a fun fact also is that when you are really hydrated, you actually have less desire for unhealthy foods. Hmm. So that's just like— Can I
0: say something? I'm horrible at drinking water. Really? Yeah. Nick gets so mad at me because I sip. I don't, like, ever take gulps. So if I—he's like, here's some water. I'll, like, take a couple sips. He's like, no wonder you're always dehydrated. I'm like, I know, I'm horrible at it.
1: No, drinking water is really important. And like, I always thought of it as like, I know it's necessity, obviously. Yeah, you know
0: it, but you don't think about it. Well, even with the whole brain thing, I think a lot of people think of it so separately from physical health. They think your brain is like, oh, that's mental health. That has nothing to do with your physical health. And it's like, it's actually a muscle in your body. And it's the same, like like you were saying, it's like you need oxygen in your brain. You need to like do even breathing. Like all of these things that you have to be doing to keep your, your brain's not just its own independent thing.
1: Absolutely. So some tips to drink more water throughout the day can be like, you can set alarms to, you know, if you want to get that serious. Because sometimes I know people, that are really, really bad at drinking water. I think I'm decent. I'm not amazing, but I'm not horrible at drinking water. But if you want to set alarms or like have notes around your house, like, you know, you can use a water tracking app. There's those like water bottles that track how much you drink. You can have it a goal to drink three water bottles a day, whatever it is. Like, yeah,
0: I'm, hor- I'm, like I said, I'm horrible at drinking water, but something that helps me is definitely having a water bottle that I carry, that I make myself carry around with me. Even if it's annoying, even if it's a big hydro flask and it's annoying to have everywhere. I, I drink so much water when I have one.
1: Yeah definitely and or to drink water at like routine parts of your day so obviously a morning routine's a great mm-hmm. time to do that if you want to take your ritual vitamins use code what we said um that's a that's definitely a part of my morning routine that yeah. I stuck to that I absolutely love and
0: is your ritual yeah oh i didn't know you're talking about water or ritual
1: ritual Yeah. and water both same together. it actually does
0: i will say i don't drink water in the morning but ritual does make me drink a whole water a whole cup of water because once you drink a little bit of water, you're like, oh, I'm thirsty. Yeah, I'm kind of thirsty. <laughs> especially after yeah. you've been in bed, all, like, for hours. Exactly. Love our ritual. Okay, another thing I was reading about, because I was reading some of Matt Walker's stuff, um, the sleep guy, and he was saying, lack of sleep really impacts your personality as well, because it, it's, again, part of your brain. So if you're not um, getting enough sleep, like, they did all these studies on teenagers and, like, made them not sleep for 24 hours. I don't know if you've ever see- seen anyone who's, like, actually sleep-deprived. And he was like, they were just doing crazy stuff. And that's the reality of like uh, throughout weeks or months or years of people not getting sleep, it's going to drastically affect your personality. Like, you know, obviously mental health in other areas is chemical, but sometimes I do believe that it's, it's from lack of sleep. Like you can be, I know I've definitely felt like super More anxious or super sad. And it's because I'm tired. Like, I actually haven't had enough sleep. And another thing that he was saying that helps you sleep better, and this is something I've experienced as well, is you want to try and go to bed and wake up at the same time every single day. So he was saying, because that will, first of all, tell your brain. I mean, according to this book, you have to go to bed at one thirty and wake up at 9.30, which honestly sounds good to me. But yeah. Um, Sounds good to you. You want to go to bed at 6 p.m. Well, I know, but I like staying up late sometimes. Okay. Because he was also in that, um, in the book, it was prime times for certain personalities, like the kapha, I don't know how to say it, pitta, vata. The dosha things. Yeah, the dosha, the are you Vedic? whatever. Okay, people are probably like, are you speaking a different <laughs> language? I can't say that. Are you Vedic? I know what you're saying. Yeah. He was saying the prime times for my type, which is pitta, is 10 to 2. And I'm like, that's very true. Um, sometimes I think it's a little earlier. And then he was saying it's from like 10, your prime
1: times of like what,
0: uh, like productivity, like productivity. Okay. or like things when you should be doing work is 10 to 2 p.m. Yeah. And then I think it was like literally 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And I was like, wow. I actually kind of feel like that is like me. Some I get really tired, but then if I stay up late enough, I'm like get a second wind. Yeah, and I will stay up till 2 p.m. But anyways, going to bed and waking up at the same time it trains your brain to go to bed. Like you'll fall asleep easier. Um, anything that you do, I mean, night routine is a whole different Yeah, whole different podcast. Yeah, but, um, if you're going to bed earlier, you're going to wake up earlier and, um, or you're going to wake up at the same time and that will give you time to actually do your morning routine. So you have to think about that as well when you're trying to, you know, plan what time you're waking up. If you're going to wake up at 7.30 or 8.30 or whenever you have to, because, the reality is we can't wake up at 9.30, most of us. Yeah, right. Who are working or going to school, whatever. So, you, so the, the solution is definitely to go to sleep earlier. Yeah, go to sleep earlier. Your body will be trained to go to bed. You'll fall asleep e- easier. You'll wake up easier. And it's just better all around for your sleep schedule.
1: Definitely. I was on a really good thing where I would go to bed at 10.30, wake up at 7.30. Yeah. And I felt like that That's was perfect. That's perfect. Yeah.
0: That really is like prime
1: time. Yeah. I love that. That's definitely what I want my 2020 vibes to be yeah so tips for a calm morning like we've mentioned the main goal is for your mornings to be calm mm-hmm. for them to be grounding whatever makes you personally feel good and feel happy but I know for a fact from personal experience that when I wake up I wake up late I'm running around I'm you know I'm on my phone it's like there I just don't feel good and I don't no. feel ready for the day I feel very rushed I'm not it's like how nice does it sound to like just get up to, well, this is another thing I want to mention, the Sleep Cycle app, which is, like, a very calming way to wake you up versus a blaring alarm. Mm-hmm. Big fan. I, like, stopped using it for some stupid reason, and that now
0: I'm back on the grind. Yeah, that was another tip that I read about that, too, is um, changing your alarm to not something that's like, nah, yeah. yeah it's horrible.
1: It's a horrible it's way like to like wake, wake up. up
0: to a song or wake up to something calming because— you know, the best option would be to just wake up whenever you wake up, but a lot of us don't have that luxury, so we kind of have to wake up to an alarm just to, like, make sure we get there on time. So having it be something calm, either, either like, chimes or—obviously, something that's not going to put you to sleep, but— Yeah. This, I read that last night, so I changed my alarm to, like, a Beach House song. Yeah. And I woke up to it. I was like, I don't think I'm going to wake up to it. It's like such a chill song. But I woke right up to it. And I was like, this is way better than like that. Oh, there's nothing worse. It gives me PTSD. Like when I hear it, I'm like, (gasps) cringe. Okay.
1: So one tip is to plan your day the night before. This is something that I do religiously. I will say I have nailed this routine. Mm -hmm. Not to this extent, but that
0: I'm going to talk about.
1: But planning your day before, like the things you need to get done. And also like if you need to be somewhere in the morning planning your outfit before yeah that's something i've written
0: down to because i'm not good at that
1: put your car keys where they need to be like there is nothing worse than you're like you wake up a little bit late you don't know what to wear you don't know where your car keys are you're starving but you don't have time to make it's just like it's
0: not yeah that's not what we want you know what you need to treat every night if as if you're going to the airport the next day wow what a quote because honestly when i go to like if i have a, a morning flight I got my outfit laid out. It's washed. I have my keys on the whatever. I have my purse ready to go. I have my snacks in a bag. Like phone I'm charged, ready to go. AirPods charged, like everything's yeah. ready. That is what I'm trying to do. That's the energy year. we need this in
1: 2020. Is, this is the vibe we are going for, ladies. So I think that is a really good tip and that's something we can all do is then and I do that too with like work stuff because that's what keeps me up at night is if I'm like Oh my gosh, I have so much to do, but I don't have it like written down at all. So I'm just like, oh, tomorrow is going to be crazy. I don't, I don't even know where to start. But if I, the night before, the day before, have a list of like, these are the five things that I really need to get done tomorrow. Here's the order of them, in, you know, in order of importance. And if I have everything laid out and ready for the morning,
0: yeah, I am that's like, really good. oh,
1: it is the best feeling. And it's like, why can't that be every morning? Mm-hmm. It can if it's a part of your habits. So that's a very good one. Next make time for yourself in the morning. I prefer in the morning. You could do it at night, whatever. But if you do not make it a priority or plan it out, like to be honest, it's probably not going to happen. It might happen here or there, but like we all just need, this is something Chelsea and I were talking about yesterday, we all need like moments of silence. Whether that is you're meditating, you're exercising, whatever, you need moments where you're just present in the moment because that's actually when the best ideas come to you. That's when like the profound thoughts come. And if you never give yourself your brain a second to rest, like if you were seriously stimulating it from the moment you wake up, you get on your, phone, on your phone, you're on your phone, you're on your phone, you're at work, you're doing all this stuff, you get home, you're on your phone, you're watching TV, then you fall asleep like watching TV. It's like you literally didn't have any moments during the day where you were alone with your thoughts. That's
0: terrifying. Think about when you're in the shower or when you're driving somewhere like super long, those are when your thoughts come in. And it's because those are probably the only two times of the day that you can't have your phone.
1: Yeah. Well, even then, people are listening to podcasts and music. That's true. But it's like you need, even if it's showering, because I actually would literally listen to podcasts while I'm showering. Oh, I always do that. Yeah. And I'm just like, lately, I've been trying to just like shower. Mm Because I'm like, do I really need to be stimulated at every moment of the day? Like, I need to just shower and just like wash my body. And I literally have like the deepest thoughts. Yeah. And I was telling Chelsea when I've done yoga, I— like have the deepest thoughts I've ever had because it's like the one time that I have access to nothing but my own thoughts. Oh, definitely. And I I haven't started meditating. I really want to and I want to get better at that and that is one of my goals for this year, but I haven't like implemented it yet, but I do believe that that can
0: like change your life. Oh, 100%. And if you're not great at meditating, um a good way to get into it is yoga. Um, because meditating is a little bit harder if you're just kind of going into it like, oh, whatever, like I'm a little bit new at this. You get kind of bored and it's like hard to force yourself to do it. But if you go to a yoga class per se, like you're forced to meditate basically. Mm-hmm. And and they talk about it, like usually you have a pretty good yoga instructor who's talking about, hey, if your mind is now going like, they'll usually call you out exactly when your mind is wandering. They're like, if you're thinking about your to-do list or the laundry that needs to be folded on your bed, and you're like, oh, I actually am thinking mm-hmm. about that right now. They're like, okay, come back to where you are. Come back to your mat. And it makes you meditate. It's a good place to start if that's something you want to get into and you, you know, are not sure about it. Definitely go try out a yoga class because it for sure is, it almost gives you a euphoric. It does. We honestly need to have, my sister went to yoga school and like she would always come like home and tell me about it. I'm like, yoga is freaking awesome. It really is. Like you can get to like a euphoric state of mind. Like there would be, I remember I, right before I got married, I had to go to my old class every day because it was such a hectic time planning a wedding. And I was like shocked that I actually did that for myself, but like actually would go. And I'd be like, okay, I know today's going to be crazy. I have so much to do. I have to go to my old class and have a moment where I can like think and it's going to be hard. And you're going to be stuck in those poses for a long time. And you're like, I want to get out. I want to get out. But that's where the benefits come from. It's from pushing yourself. Like, you shouldn't be really good at it in order to get the benefits, if that makes sense.
1: Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are almost scared to be alone with their thoughts. And Mm -hmm. that's why they distract themselves every second of the day. Because it's like, maybe if their thoughts start wandering, then they think about, you know, the areas in life where they feel like they're failing or whatever. But it's like, honestly, to grow as a person, like, I really do believe that you need those moments of, like, self-reflection and silence. Yeah, you need to
0: face it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay, so I'm gonna take it from me, somebody who has failed at this, and somebody who has been really good at having a morning routine. I've done both. So this year, again, I'm trying to get back into it. I would always use the excuse like, oh, I'm I'm moving around. So that's when it would like, I would move and then I wouldn't do it because I'd be in a different place and I felt like my routine was, you know, screwed up or whatever. So that's, I think, a good tip that i've learned this year is even when you are, you know, maybe you're on vacation or maybe your life isn't like the same every single day, find something that can ground you and that you can kind of do anywhere but something like your your core values in the morning that you can do no matter what. You know, like say you don't know, maybe you work the night shift or something, but you can have like a 5-minute break where you can journal or you can, i don't know, do whatever, like do a 5-minute yoga stretch. So some of the things that i have done in the morning or things that you can implement into your morning routine that are calming, things that ground you some, some things that don't instantly basically pollute your mind. So we've talked about morning pages before. that's basically writing down. When you first wake up your mind is basically in its subconscious state. so um, you're able to kind of get more in touch with your subconscious. So um, writing stuff down is really really good and we're gonna get into something me and JC have a goal together. I got it. I got her a goal for Christmas. (laughs) Um, That's really good. But other things, obviously, meditation, walking. Uh, I like to walk my dog in the morning. That's something that I like to do because first of all, it's natural light. And I like the sun on my face. Although I do listen to a podcast or I'll listen to like music or something, it's still something that kind of pushes me and helps me actually get grounded into the earth physically. Like when you're out in nature. There's just something about it that actually makes you feel grounded. Yoga stretches. There's a ton on YouTube where you can look up and do um, just like a quick morning stretch. And it will seriously, I promise you, change your day. Like a 10-minute stretch where it like stretches your hips or stretches your calves and you're so tight in the morning that it's just like a calming, slow movement is such a great way to start your day, especially if you have just like crazy days all the time. And it's just like instant chaos after that. It's nice to have like slow movement. Prayer is a good one. Like we've talked about gratitude is super important. Prayer goes right into gratitude. Um and something else that I like to do right when I woke up was like kiss my husband good morning and say like, hey, good morning babe. Like whatever. Because it makes my first interaction with someone positive and kind. So then I kind of get in that habit of I don't wake up and I'm instantly like, hey, why didn't you do this yesterday or something like that? Literally me, a troll. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Um even if I'm not like, oh, I wake up like Cinderella every day or Snow White. Um, I love the, <laughs> I love
1: the uh, clarification.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, or another good one is splashing your face with cold water, taking a cold shower because it like just stimulates your body um, and kind of wakes you up. I don't like to take a cold shower. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But I do like to splash my face with cold water just because it kind of feels nice in the morning. Refreshing. Yeah. So sun… Um, is a good way because like light is always a good thing. Natural light, not blue light. Water, like JC is saying, like getting hydrated. Um, if you're like me and you're ter- terrible at drinking water, making yourself drink a certain amount of water. Um, and then an- the last thing I'll talk about before we get into our journals that we're going to do is breathing. And a lot of us like don't take deep breaths during the day or even think about our breathing during the day. Have we already talked about my issues? What? With breathing. Oh, how you hold your breath for no reason? I
1: literally will just hold my breath. Like, it's so weird. And Leif will have to, like, like, not almost said punch me, but, like, hit me in bed. Like, he'll be like, "JC, breathe. And I'll be like, oh. And I, like, haven't taken a breath in forever. Literally what? It's so weird. And I went to this chiropractor guy, and he was saying that, like, he thinks that's a reason that I have, like, some neck tension because I don't, like, I just don't breathe. Yeah. And I don't, like, take deep breaths and stuff. That's something I really want to work on this year is, like, yeah. breathing exercises because I think I could really benefit from
0: that. Yeah. I was—I don't remember where I was reading it. I'm not super, like, educated about it, but I heard someone talk about it, and I was super interested because, obviously, you do—yoga is basically just breathing mm-hmm. the whole time. Meditation is usually about your breath, and when you're focused on your breath, that's, like, when you're the most grounded— um, that's how you fall asleep really easily um I always like have to do a breathing exercise to fall asleep when I can't like if my mind's just going crazy um but he was saying how important it is to breathe during the day and to take deep breaths like I'm just breathing right now like it feels, oh, it feels so so good. good and I remember in um The school that I went to, we had uh, like a presenter talking about this breathing exercise where if you just like breathe in for four seconds through your nose, hold it for six seconds, and then breathe out for eight seconds, and you do that three times, your mood will change instantly. Like your breath is so—it's such an easy—obviously like people with anxiety use it to like come back from panic attacks. It's just—so maybe adding in something in the morning that has to do with like even taking a couple deep breaths, like the least you could do. Maybe when you wake up, you like take a deep breath and you can feel it, like breathe into your body, like feel the oxygen. Um, another thing that I like with breathing is I think I heard this in a yoga class, but it's like you can say, like, breathe in positivity, breathe out negativity. And if you like really focus on your breath and do that, it feels so freaking good. It, it feels, feels like you're like, like if, um, exuding like, demons or yeah, something. Yeah, it really
1: does. It feels like you're like letting all the negativity and toxicity just. Whoosh,
0: Yeah, go away. It's awesome. Um, Okay, anyways, we're going to get into the Daily Stoic Journal that I found at Barnes & Noble a couple days ago. The Skinny Confidential talks about them, or it talks about this book a lot. And I didn't really know anything about it. But then when we saw it at Barnes & Noble, I was reading it and like looking into it. Something The Daily Stoic book is um, basically a passage a day that you read about that's thought-provoking. And from all these philosophers, you just feel smart when you're reading it. It just makes you think. Um, so I was like, oh, I should get this for JC. Like, I know she's been wanting to, like, journal in the morning. And, like, I've, I have I a journal, but I don't really have, like, uh, I don't know. You know how you get sick of journals after a while, even though it's not, like, all the way filled in? Yeah. I'm like, eh, I have done half of it. I'm done with it. I need a new one. But I found it go- comes along with a daily stoic journal that has these thought-provoking questions. So there's a book and then there's a journal. Yeah. 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 They both look like books, but one of them has… Um, entries that you can do. So it'll say, like, what were some of the questions I forgot?
1: It's like, what are things that are actually in my control or something? Or like, oh, now I forgot all of them too.
0: Yeah, it's like, it'll give you a weekly, you know, thought to think about and it'll have something to read. And then you think about that for the week. And then each day in the morning, you can write down, um, you your know, thoughts your thoughts about the question. Yeah, your thoughts about the question. So if it's like, um, what's going to help me be happy today? It's like, oh, okay. Write that down. Also, um, I was telling JC, I think I'm going to try and do—I mean, I don't know what you want to do, but I think I was going to try and do the question part, and then it has an evening. Like, you can write down what to do in the evening. evening thoughts.
1: Well, has like it has the question, and it has morning thoughts, and then evening yeah. thoughts or
0: something. Which would be good to do, but I just know myself that I probably won't write in the evening, especially at first. Like, I'm not working on my night routine right now, yeah. so— I want to try and do the morning section as like the answer to the question or my thoughts on it. And then the evening section just fill out right after and talk about either like what I did the day before or what I'm grateful for. Like, you know, affirmations for the day. Like just I'm going to Yeah. Like our podcast up today is going to be awesome. Like we're going to really get to know them and we're going to like bring a lot of value to people. Say something like that.
1: Love that. I'm super excited. Like when yeah. Chelsea gave it to me, I was, I'm like, I'm giddy about this and I want to start tomorrow. And it's like, it doesn't start till January 1st on the thing. Yeah. We're recording this a little early and I'm like, oh, I want to start right now. I know. So So we'll keep you
0: updated. Yeah. We'll keep you updated. Uh, Again, we're not putting like pressure on ourselves to be perfect at it. But another thing, so this is such a random thought, but um, that I was reading about morning routines too is stick to it for two weeks. This goes with any habit that you want to do. Stick with it for two weeks. You have to actually give it a chance before you discount it and say, like, oh, I'm not a morning person. Don't do it for three days and be like, eh, it just didn't work. Yeah. It's like, you not have to give that it that a fast. chance. So I challenge you to do it for two weeks. And by then, you'll be like, oh, this is easy. I can do this. And it's making a difference. Probably. Yeah. And I can like, I can feel, I feel better about it. Or if it really isn't you, then you can change it up.
1: So we hope this gave you guys some inspiration and some motivation to start your morning routine. And like we said, just starting slow and starting small because that's what's ultimately going to lead to a a transformation or a transition is you just starting with these small goals that you have. And your morning routine is for you. Remember that. Remember that it's for you and no one else. So you don't have to replicate even what we're saying. Like you can just do whatever works for you, but just something to get your day started on the right foot.
0: Definitely. And then 2020, you guys just try your best. I know sometimes it's it's easy to feel like we kind of talked about at the beginning. Like at least for me, sometimes it's easy to feel like something's always missing, but something doesn't always have to be missing in your life. Like you don't always have to be adding a bunch of things in and like just work on just being better. Yeah, just being better. Be a little bit better every day. In
1: some aspect of life. And starting with those small goals, and they will add up to be a big change. Like, I know even small goals that I've had, like, I feel like I'm a different person than I Mm -hmm. was last year. And I'm proud to say that because, like, I, and it's not these huge things that, you know, happened overnight, but it's just like these small progressions. And I'm grateful that I, you know, like, I'm happy and proud that I stuck with little little goals that I've had. So remember that. Um, But happy new year. We are so grateful for your guys' support. If this helped you guys um, screenshot it, post it on your story, tag us at what we've said podcast on Instagram. Um, we love to, like, feature you guys, repost, chat with you. Um, what we said podcast Instagram is definitely the place to be if you want, like, any sort of updates about future events. Um, our merch, like anything. We ask questions on there so you guys can be involved in the podcast and it's definitely the place where you guys can get the it's most our updates. Hub. Yeah, it's the hub. So go
0: check us out if you're interested. If you want to go comment what you're going to do or what your goals are or what you're going to add into your morning routine on our latest post on the What We Said podcast Instagram, go do it. We love to hear from you guys and kind of get your feedback on it. So feel free. Definitely. Thank you guys for listening and
1: that's what we said. Goodbye.